Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Coffee and Cake podcast with me, your host Hetty. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. I really, really hope you enjoy the episode that you're listening to today. Um, and if you want to stay in the loop for more episodes, be sure to subscribe to the to the podcast as well. Um, I'm just going to get stuck into this episode to be honest today guys. Main, so basically I had a few ideas for podcast episodes and this was not one of them at first it just sort of popped into my mind but I was going to record a different style of uh different style episode but when this idea came up I kind of felt that it was quite relevant for life at the moment the whole situation that we're all in still in unfortunately um, and I just thought if it can help inspire anyone or just lift anyone's mood at this time, then that will make me happy. So I wanted to talk about anxiety, um, particularly if you're feeling quite anxious at the moment. So I don't know where you're listening to this, um, which part of the world you're in, but here in the UK, we are in our third lockdown so England have not been doing too good with the whole coronavirus thing um that's another story though I'm not going to go into that right now um but we're basically in on the lockdown and we we essentially we have no idea when things are going to go back to normal when we can have our freedom back all of these kind of things and this is obviously taking such a huge toll not just on you know families and people like people living on their own elderly people like everyone's mental health is really I think starting to struggle um and you know we're we're forced to be more isolated so people who perhaps are living on their own aren't able to see family and friends you know we're we're not able to do our normal day-to-day things and I think it's really really taking a toll on people and I think that the worst thing is is there's no deadline so it's like we're constantly living in this state of you know when is it going to end when is it going to end and you know our hopes you know rise in one minute and then they drop in and we just yeah it's just not a great time um and I think obviously because we had so much hope that 2021 was going to be different and you know so far it's not really that much different at least here in the UK it's not very different um I have heard though well obviously Australia and New Zealand are thriving at the minute they're doing so well and I'd do anything to be back there. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about anxiety. And obviously, it's it's quite prevalent at the minute. I think, you know, parents are feeling anxious. People's jobs and careers are either being put on hold or there's potential losses in companies. Small businesses are really, really struggling at the moment and it's so much stress and so much, you know, what ifs, what what's going to happen, all of these kind of questions. And it's it's quite naturally causing a lot of anxiety within everyone. So um, 
And of course, obviously, all the deaths and illnesses as well. You know, there's a lot of people just in this state of just overwhelm and anxiety. So I wanted to sort of share some little thoughts and tips for anyone who is struggling. And firstly, I just want to say as well that you are so not alone in this. And I know sometimes feeling anxious can be quite an isolating feeling, really, um, because we're not always, I don't think we're always aware when it's happening or when it's starting to spiral into that feeling of anxiety so it can can feel really isolating sometimes and especially you know if you are living alone or you're not able to see your closest friends and family it can feel so so isolating in itself so I just wanted to you know obviously emphasize to you that you're not alone in this and you're not the only one who is struggling or feeling anxious and it's nothing to feel ashamed about it's nothing to feel embarrassed or any any of those things it's completely understandable I had a a few weeks um a couple of weeks ago I was feeling really anxious not necessarily about covid but just general like I was feeling just generally quite overwhelmed and stressed and anxious and during that time, I didn't actually really recognise that I was feeling so anxious day to day. So it almost led me to this point where I had to get, where I had to almost feel really uncomfortable and kind of experience a bit of burnout in order for me to actually snap out of it and realise what had happened and that I'd not been prioritising my mental health and so that's obviously what caused me to to kind of take a step back and really prioritize my mental health but i want to also emphasize that you don't have to let it get that far until you take control again so that's why i kind of wanted to record this podcast so that you know if you if any of this resonates with you and you've clicked on this episode and you thought actually am i feeling anxious i might be to just listen to the podcast and kind of just try out some of the ideas and just give yourself some peace and grace and compassion for feeling anxious because it's completely understandable and normal as well so um i'm gonna stop blabbing about you know why i'm recording this but anyway let's get to the point um so the biggest thing i think for anxiety is it's all part of us living in our heads. So obviously we do a large portion of our days living on our heads. You know, we're, we're constantly getting thoughts every minute of every second of every day. But sometimes those thoughts can start to spiral into, you know, irrational thoughts. They can spiral into negative thinking. They can spiral into overwhelm, stress, anxiety. And it's recognising those thoughts before they start to spiral that's going to help with your anxiety and going to help with your whole mood. It's going to help you with those negative situations that come up. When we are aware of our thinking and we are 
being conscious, we're being present and not living in our head every single minute of every day. That then helps us to separate ourselves, our true self from our irrational thoughts. And it's those irrational thoughts that cause this anxiety, that causes this depression, that causes negative thinking. All of these kind of things they're all caused from a lack of consciousness, from a lack of presence from this moment right now. And I'm going to suggest some books at the end of this um, podcast as well for you to kind of dive more deep into this if this is something that you're interested in. And obviously, this is a similar topic that I talked with Lolly about on what is spirituality. Um where we talk a lot about this kind of stuff. So I would recommend checking that out if you're interested as well. But when we get caught up in our own thinking, those irrational thoughts, we start to get swept under with them. So it's almost like they come, they're they're like waves in the ocean and they come crashing down and we get lost within them. And then sooner or later, we're we're just in turbulence and we feel out of control and those feelings can take over and even manifest, you know, into a panic attack or anger, frustration, whatever. But the main thing to remember here is that we always have a choice, always have a choice. And this is about awareness. So we first need to become aware of the kinds of things that we're thinking on a regular basis, the thoughts that we have, the beliefs that we have, what is driving those feelings and behaviours that we have. So how do we do this? How do we become so aware of our thoughts? Because we have 50 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. Now that is a hell of a lot of thinking that we do and that we're not even aware of. We're not even aware of half of those thoughts that that come up. Most of those are on repeat. So most of the thoughts we think on a day-to-day basis are all repeated day in, day out, day in, day out. Now, some of them, like I said, can begin quite innocently and start to spiral out of control. For example, this is an example that just sort of popped up for me. So one day you might have the thought of, oh, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late for work. That could be a thought that you have just randomly, innocently, one day. And then you might have it the next day because maybe you've repeated a similar pattern or you hit a bit of traffic. And then, you know, a couple of weeks go by, that thought might become more urgent and it might feel more intense. So it might it might sound quite gentle at first and that, oh, I'm going to be late. It could then emphasize and intensify as the weeks go on and start to become louder and louder. So instead of, oh, I'm going to be late, it's you're going to be late, you're going to be late, you're going to be late. And it feels so intense that could begin to spiral even more and it could then lead to another thought like I'm going to be late, I'm going to be sacked from my job, I might not get another job, all of these kind of things. Now you might be laughing because you might be thinking that sounds mad but also have a think about the kinds of thoughts you think about or the worries that you have 
ask yourself where have those thoughts kind of come from and you might even be able to trace back to certain thoughts that you've had previously that have kind of spiraled out of control and this is how our thoughts begin to spiral out of control and we start to develop moods we start to form moods so that person who began with oh I'm going to be late that person then becomes a very anxious nervous person and worries that they're going to lose their job that they're going to be you know poor or they're going to be financially unstable all of these kind of things so our thoughts really do dictate everything how we show up in the world how we feel and the behaviors that we have so like I said, it's all about getting clear on where those thoughts are, what what they sound like, what they, you know, what what's our sort of theme. Most people have a certain theme um, of thought or worry. So get clear on the kinds of worries that you might have. So like I just suggested, and this is something I suggest all the time, not because I just like to talk about it, but generally because it's so powerful, and that is journaling. So if you've never journaled before, maybe you do journal. Writing things out from our brain literally helps to create a new perspective on things. It creates awareness around what is going on in our thoughts when we're not aware of something we cannot address it so it's like you know when you go to the doctors you don't know that you've got you know a really bad disease or illness until you bring awareness to it so that is the same with journaling awareness like negative thinking negative beliefs we need to first create awareness around it and journaling is a really really powerful technique and tool that you can use and you know it costs nothing you can literally write it out on a blank piece of paper it doesn't have to be you know some big event like in a fancy journal literally brain dump write down every single thing that you are worried about and just the act of doing that, energetically, you will feel lighter. So you will feel as though those things have literally been absorbed out of you and you will feel physically lighter. Now, once you've done that, you can look at each one of those fears. You can look at each one of those irrational thoughts. And maybe some of those things are really scary for you right now. Maybe you're, you know, you're potentially going to be made redundant at work maybe you're potentially going to lose money or lose your job any of those kinds of things now those those are scary situations of course we don't want to you know ignore that fact but it's how we feel and how we think about those circumstances so yes potentially maybe that is a fear for you that you're you know you're really really anxious about but being anxious about something does not solve the problem, does not solve the issue. So by writing it down onto paper, you can see, wow, the fact that I'm going to lose my job, that's causing me so much anxiety. So what do we want? What goal? What result do we want around that topic? Well, maybe we, we need to get another job. How are we going to do that? Well, we can apply for new jobs. 
what kinds of jobs do you want, etc, etc. By writing it down, we create the awareness around it and we can begin to solve that issue. But when we just feel anxious, we become paralysed by it and we, we literally stay stuck. And that obviously keeps us in this state of anxiety and feeling like we are out of control of our situation which we're not we always have a choice so that is tip number one I would highly recommend if you're not already journaling to try and incorporate five ten minutes a day into your practice when you know when usually you'd be watching Netflix or being on your phone set a timer five minutes, 10 minutes and write down everything that's either gone well for you, what's worrying you, what's stressing you out, all of those kind of things and start to pick out the pieces and reevaluate and figure out what you can do from there. So that is tip number one. So the second, and I'm going to sound like a broken record because I always mention this, but I do it again because it's important and it's so powerful, not just because I like talking about it. And that is meditation. So meditation, if you're not aware, the meditation meditation on its own is a practice of being with and observing your thoughts. So literally, you could not get any more specific and ideal on what we need so if you are feeling anxious and overwhelmed and stress meditation is probably one of the best tools that you could ever use now I understand that a lot of people have resistance towards meditation because I did too I honestly for the longest time thought it was a waste of time and just thought it's not productive I'm not even doing anything etc etc Now, that again will take a little bit of work, but ease yourself into it. Practice small steps. Now, meditation for me is a much more regular practice, so I do it most days. I don't do it every day because sometimes I convince myself that either I haven't got the time or I've got to do other stuff instead, which I'm still working on because I know it's so important, but because I have adapted this habit into my everyday life and I've done it every single day or as much as I can every single day and I started out small I didn't think right I'm going to do 10 minutes of meditation or 15 minutes of meditation every single day I've literally started with three minutes a day we all have three minutes like literally everyone has three minutes so The app that I would highly recommend using, and I only have the free version and I just love it, it's just so, so calming and so helpful, is the Headspace app. So I believe it's, I'm not sure if it's available in the US or Australia or anywhere, but I know that it's available in the UK, obviously. Um, But if you don't want to use headspace there's loads of different other kinds of apps there's the calm app i'm sure if you type in meditation loads of different apps will come up um and if not there's also youtube or equally play some music or some sounds 
and just practice on your own. But guided meditation, I find, is really, really helpful. And like I said, I started out with three minutes a day. Three minutes a day was was manageable for me, and that built up. So now I will do, most, most frequently, I will do 10 minutes a day. Sometimes 20 minutes, depending on, you know, what I do throughout the day and everything like that. But honestly, I have noticed the biggest shift, the more I practice meditation the first few times I didn't even notice a difference or I didn't feel much different but the more I do it it's just like training a muscle the more you do it the stronger it's going to get and that is the exact same so the more I meditate the more aware I am of my thoughts so when those thoughts come up that are really anxious and really intense that oh my god this is going to happen I can see it and I can question it I can think wait where is this thought come from is this absolute truth no it's not it's something that I saw on tv or it's something that has no fact behind it's it's irrational and from there I can choose to think a different thought or I can choose to just let it go it's just a thought it's not me it's not part of me it doesn't mean anything about me or my life it can literally just go just like a cloud in the sky, clouds are there and they pass by. And that's literally what our thoughts are like. We can either focus and zoom in on them specifically and feed those negative thoughts, or we can witness them being there and simply just let them go. So meditation, like I said, is super, super powerful. So if you can practice three, five minutes every single day, 10 minutes, whatever feels comfortable for you. And you will begin to see the huge, huge benefits of this. There's so many benefits to meditation. Um, but yes, particularly with anxiety, it's really, really helpful. Now, if you still have resistance towards meditation... Another good option for you is mindfulness. So quite simply, again, it's it's that act of being mindful. So noticing certain things in your life, in your day, rather than being stuck in your head. So you could literally be mindful when you are eating your dinner. You could be mindful about you know, drinking your cup of coffee in the morning. What does it taste like? What does it feel like? What temperature is it? All of those kind of things. When you're washing up the dishes, be mindful. Don't, you know, notice the water. When you're washing your hands, notice the water. Notice the temperature in the room. Notice the sounds that you can hear. By doing that, it literally takes us out of our mind and into that present moment. And when, whenever we are in that present moment, anxiety does not exist. And again, the more that we do this, the more we can begin to separate ourselves, our true self, the present moment from those anxious thoughts. We can begin to see that actually that was an anxious thought and that doesn't, that's not true, etc. So mindfulness is such a such a good practice um to do and like I said you can you can pretty much do it what whatever or wherever you are driving to work washing the dishes cooking your dinner eating your dinner whatever um really notice 
how much you tend to slip back into thought and then bring yourself back to the present moment, bring yourself back to whatever motion or activity you're doing. So that's mindfulness. Other things that don't necessarily have to do so much with, you know, the mind as such, but generally to just raise your vibe, raise your vibration, feel good, feel better, is so different things. So nature is such a big one for me. When I'm out in nature, getting fresh air, being outside, it really just does help with my mental mood. And I really, really suggest that anyone who is struggling with you know, anxiety, to make sure that you are being active throughout the day. Don't just stay stagnant. Don't just stay sitting down all day. Make sure you're moving. And it doesn't have to be like a huge intense workout. Just going for a walk daily will really help you bring back into your body again and out of your mind and it's going to really help just lift your mood it's going to help with hormones you know get endorphins going again and just make you feel more high vibe as well which is all going to help with reducing anxiety it's going to help shift some of that negative energy that's stored within your body as well so getting outside nature exercise um, whatever form that may look like whether that be yoga running walking you know, whatever you prefer. Um, and be around calming things. So like I said, being outside is a really good one, but also something that I do in the morning. So I avoid going on my phone first thing in the morning. And I again, I highly recommend you trying that out or at least push it back maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes, an hour before you go on your phone don't wake up and then suddenly just go straight on your phone because that is not going to help with your anxiety it's gonna you know you you wake up from a calming state and then suddenly bang oh my god notification notification email email all of those kind of things it's intense and it really is not good for our mental health so try and separate that self maybe keep your phone in another room all of those kind of things push it off until you do go on your phone again a really good um, thing that I've just recently tried out is, so on our TV, I go on YouTube and instead of having something on in the background while I'm sort of doing work and everything or reading my book, I will search YouTube and type in nature sounds. So that's, you might even be able to hear it right now, but I've got it on in the background and it's literally just peaceful birds singing nature sounds and it could be you know running water it could be a crackling fire whatever but that is going to help you feel calmer and just those sounds really can just help lift your mood and just feel more at peace and more at ease as well don't you know put the news on as soon as you wake up because that is not going to help with your anxiety in any way shape or form so try to surround yourself with calming sounds calming music avoid stressful situations or stressful things in your life or at least push it off a little while longer so don't just go on your phone and 
and look at your notifications when you wake up. Just break it off and be around more calming things as well. Um, Like I said earlier, reading a book is really, really good, really calming for the mind as well. When you're getting stuck into a book, you're not generally thinking about, you know, all these worries and things. It's a really mindful practice as well. So I really highly recommend um, reading a book and whatever kind of book you prefer, whether it be, you know, a novel or a story, fiction, non-fiction. I personally prefer non-fiction. Um, but I also think fiction is great to kind of get lost in a story because um, it can really kind of take you out of your, you know, your your head again and your um, use your imagination as well. Sorry, I'm yawning. Um, so reading, like I said, another good one. And this is super, super lighthearted, but watch something new so really be intentional and i think this is the difference so when you're watching a film or deciding to start a new series be intentional about watching that don't be watching it whilst on your phone whilst replying to an email whilst doing this because really you're not feeling calm you're not enjoying that moment you're not fully relaxing so put your phone away Put a film on that you've either wanted to watch or haven't watched for years or wanted to start a new series, whatever. I've started watching Desperate Housewives again. No shame whatsoever. I cannot get into this whole Bridgerton thing. I don't know if anyone else can, but I've tried watching it and it's just not my vibe, to be honest. But um, I start watching Desperate Housewives again. I absolutely love it. And The Hills... I've also started watching again. So that is kind of just my time to kind of just switch off, get lost in something pointless, something, you know, non-meaningful. But it really does help me kind of get lost in something again, rather than being on your phone whilst doing something, because you need to be intentional when you are doing an activity like that. Don't try and do 10 things at once. That was literally all I did before and it it just doesn't help that that time out for you doesn't turn into time out it it turns into multitasking and just background noise so make sure when you're watching something be intentional and enjoy it as well um just a few other little things and bits and bobs but cook cooking i found recently to be really really helpful i know that's sometimes not easy to do when you are feeling stressed but If you've started to, you know, practice on your meditation, practice on your mindfulness, noticing thoughts, journaling, all of these kind of things, and you're looking for a way to just raise your vibration, feel good again, I really find that cooking either with your partner, your friends, your family, um, to be really, really enjoyable. And it can, again, it can sort of take you out of all the noise of what's going on out in the world. And you're not thinking about, covid you're not thinking about what's going on you're thinking what are we going to have tonight what ingredients do i need to get how am i going to cook this it's a bit of a challenge um and i've started cooking so much more this year and i've really really enjoyed it because i've never been much of a cook before so it's it's taking me out of my comfort zone a little bit and it's challenging me because i'm trying new things and 
you know, I'm being, again, I'm being intentional when I do it. So I'm not busy on my phone, distracted, just chucking something in the oven or burning the pan, which is normally what I would be doing. <laughs> um, But I'm being intentional about what I'm doing and I'm not thinking about everything that's going off in the world. So books for you to try and read um, if you are feeling stressed and anxious. So a few books that I highly, highly recommend, they are deep, but they literally talk so much about the mind and how awareness is everything when it comes to our mental health and all of these kind of things. So Eckhart Tolle is the author. Now he has two books. The first one I would recommend is The Power of Now. Um, and that really just discusses everything about, you know, the present moment. When we are in the present moment, everything stops. The anxiety, the depression, the eating disorders, all of those things. That stops when we are in the present moment. The second one is A New Earth. Now, I'm still in the middle of reading that. I'm My goal for this year is to finish reading that book. Um, but that is also really, really good and talks a lot about the present moment. The next book um, that I've also started reading but I haven't yet finished but my friend has read it twice and she's said so many good things about it. So, um, And that is called The Untethered Soul. That is not by Eckhart Tolle but I'm not entirely sure what he is called. But if you type in The Untethered Soul, you will find it. Um, you'll find the author um, for that. And... The one that I'm currently reading at the moment is Think Like a Monk and that is by Jay Shetty um, which I'm halfway through at the moment and I'm really really enjoying it. It's it's really really powerful but it's so so practical as well. It's not sort of really in depth, it's sort of simplified in a way that anyone can pick up and read. Like you don't have to be super spiritual or super woo-woo to understand it and to get it. It's really sort of straight to the point and practical and helps you in the modern world to be more intentional and to reduce, you know, the anxiety, the stresses and everything that we experience. So I would highly, highly recommend that. Um, I might even do a book review at some point, but yeah, I might do. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm going to leave that episode there today, guys. But I really, really hope you have enjoyed it. I have hope that you found and took something away from it. If you have, please let me know. I would love and so appreciate if you could write a review for the podcast. Um, you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, that would really, really um, be appreciated. And it just helps more people to find the podcast as well. Um, and like I said, if you're enjoying it, subscribe. Um, if you also um, are not following me on Instagram, I will leave my handle down in the in the description as well. It's called It's Hetty is my handle um, on Instagram. And you'll see everything that I sort of post on there. Um, I also have a YouTube channel as well, which I will link down below. But that is Hetty Jane, Jane with a Y. Um, so yeah, check me out on there, follow me, subscribe, whatever, um, and I will see you in, well, I will speak to you in the next episode, guys. I hope you have a great day, whatever you get up to.